Warning, may contain disturbing content. Viewer discretion advised. What terrifying confession has someone told you while drunk? Don't forget to like, subscribe and comment your own stories. I have two. I had a housemate in college, who several years prior, had accidentally shot and killed a friend of his in a hunting accident. He went to trial and was acquitted of all charges. Years later, he didn't tell me, but he told a woman I was intimate with that it wasn't an accident. Years ago, when I worked at the Las Vegas Hilton in the main kitchen. I had a very high-strung boss named Hussein. He was from Turkey. We jokingly referred to him as insane because of his personality. Once, after our shift was over, he grabbed a case of beer from the supply walk-in refrigerator and invited a few of us to help ourselves. He probably had four or five himself. He then proceeded to tell us that when he lived in Turkey, he had kicked some guy's ass and came to the US to get away. My co-workers and I really didn't give it too much thought. About a month later, we came to find out that while on vacation in Mexico, Hussein had been walking back to his hotel room after drinking at a bar. He had ducked down an alley to take a piss and was caught by a policeman. He was charged and convicted of public urination. At least at the time, the US didn't have reciprocity with Turkey, but Mexico did. Well, it turns out that what Hussein had described as kicking someone's ass turned out to be murder. He was taken back to Turkey, where we assume that he spent the rest of his life in a Turkish prison. The movie The Midnight Express portrays what life is like there. It was me who did the confessing. When I was 18, I was sexually assaulted on a bridge in the middle of the night when I was all alone. My mom works in hearing, and she had always told me to bite someone if I got into trouble. So I did, I bit into his neck until my teeth met again. He fell down then I ran all the way home. A few weeks later, I read in the news that a serial assaulter had gone to the hospital with neck wounds and later died. They'd drawn it down to him attacking someone and them acting in self-defense. I never told anyone until I got really drunk with my boyfriend last year and spilled it. He couldn't believe I'd kept that secret. My best friend disappeared for a while, presumably left town. We were both in our mid-twenties. He came back after a month or so, and he'd take me out every night drinking and partying. I wondered how he was able to blow so much money on drugs and alcohol, but he wouldn't tell me. I saw him pay our tab one night, and he must have had 12 or 15 grand on him. After coming back to town, he basically stayed inebriated at all times and wanted to hang out with me whenever he could. He'd come over to my place after closing the bars down, and we'd often keep partying until morning. He would usually end up breaking down and crying to me about how he can't live with himself over what he did. He wouldn't give details. Night after night, this would happen until he broke down again one night and told me he was paid a lot of money to do some bad things to bad people. He confessed that he was paid by someone in his dad's gang to burn someone's business down over a money dispute. Then he told me he killed a couple of guys who were thought to be molesting children. He said he was given a handgun and a shotgun and was paid $10,000 after each man was executed. More than 10 years later, I still don't know if I believe him or not. After he came back, he was so fucked up and depressed. If he was telling the truth, it would make sense. He kept doing drugs and drinking until about 5 years ago, when he had a heart attack at age 27. He quit using drugs and alcohol, but the damage was done. He suffered another heart attack six months later and died a few days after his 28th birthday. He was the funniest and kindest person that I've known, and I miss him. I had a buddy tell me his friend drunkenly confessed to him that he had killed his stepdad and made it look like a suicide. His stepdad had been abusive towards him and his mom for years, and it finally broke when he made it look like his stepfather had hung himself in their garage. I don't know who the friend was, I was never given a name or much else of the story.
My mom was in another state for business. A company flew her crew out to Texas to discuss a change in software and offered their company, and so it was just my dad taking care of me. I was about 10, and he came to tuck me in one night, but he is incredibly hammered. He opened the door to my bedroom, told me I was a mistake that saved them from getting a divorce, and goodnight. The worst part is he didn't close the door completely when he left. At a family gathering, my grandma got tipsy and started to tell stories from her childhood. While she does this every time, no matter tipsy or sober, I guess it's just a normal grandma thing. This time, it took a dark turn. She told us a story that is the reason she hates to go to the dentist and particularly hates the drilling part. She told us a story about when she was six years old. During World War II, my family lived in Hamburg, Germany, right next to the harbor. During a particular week in 1943, the city was continuously bombed, and over 35.000 people died and more than 100.000 people were injured. The houses that were hit mostly burned down, creating a huge fire, with such force that I sucked not only oxygen in, creating strong winds, but also people. The fire created such heat that people running out of their burning houses got stuck in the molten asphalt on the streets and burned to death. As it was all happening around her, that particular smell was present for over a week in her part of the city. Drilling in your tooth creates exactly that smell. My grandma had to stop the dentist, as she recognized the smell immediately. This story shook us to the core as it came out of the blue. It still sends chills down my spine. When I was 14, my mom took my sisters and me and a couple of our friends to the beach. My sister, 15, and I got our own room with our two friends and wound up meeting some boys and getting drunk. My sister's friend, 15F, was really drunk and got super upset and confessed that her stepfather had been sexually molesting her, raping her, for years. Really really, really horrible stuff. It sobered everyone up fast. We rallied around her, told her we were there for her, yada yada, but when we got home from the beach trip a few days later, I knew I needed to tell my mom. After I told my mom she got the state police involved, there was a trial, and the man wound up sentenced to 8 years in prison. It turned out he was doing it to the younger sister as well. When he was 11, my dad was abducted and raped by 3 men. He was so terrified that he never told his parents. After my grandpa passed away, my dad finally told my grandma what happened. She told him that they already knew. One of my dad's siblings knew and had told grandpa. She just said that he had taken care of it. A few years later, a developer bought my grandparents' farm and turned it into a development. During excavation, they found three male skeletons buried in a single grave. I guess grandpa really did take care of it. Rangers really do lead the way. One of my best friends since the middle school opened up to me the day we had our last day of high school. We had been partying all day, got off at 10 am, but most people left at around 3 pm to go get ready for the seniors dinner and after party and whatnot. My friend stayed behind with our class president. I told him I'd pick him up for dinner and left. When I got back, both were falling down drunk and in tears. A few years earlier, our class prey had lost his father. I take my buddy back to his house so he can get changed for dinner, and on the way, he tells me what happened. They had kept drinking when everyone left and eventually got to the topic of their dads. I had never met my friend's dad, he died, and that was all I knew. I never knew how he died. It turns out my buddy's dad was a lawyer or something in the country he's from and was being extorted by a gang. When money started to run out, my buddy's dad sent the family to another country and told them he'd meet them there, that he had to finish some things up. A few weeks after moving, they learned that he had been murdered by the gang. It completely fucked my friend up. 
We always used to drink heavily and whatever since we were in high school. For me, it was just drinking, for my buddy, it was numbing the pain. It was fucking shocking when he told me this, and it really made me understand him a lot more, why he acted how he acted. Shared an off-campus apartment with a very cool older guy in college. He was a nurse. Got up super early every morning to do his shifts. Every night you could find him at his regular Irish pub. They let me drink there without ID because they knew I was with him, basically a super high-functioning alcoholic. One day I came home after finishing my exams. He brings out a bottle of Jameson to celebrate. It was about two-thirds full. After a few shots, he starts telling me about his time in Vietnam. I'd known him for two years, and he had never brought it up, and I had never asked. I knew he was a vet but assumed he had been a nurse. Nope. Special forces, I'm not military, and I'm sure I got some of the actual military stuff wrong, as you shall come to understand. His demeanor totally changed after a few drinks. He started telling me about having to go on covert operations to carry out assassinations of civilians. Said he dreams of the faces of all the people he killed. We ended up polishing off the entire bottle. He got up the next morning at 5am and went off to work. I spent the entire day moaning in bed and praying to the porcelain god. We never spoke about it again. A guy in a pub told me through tears that two guys took him at knife point and bound him to a warehouse in the middle of nowhere, raped, harmed, and kept him captive for days. He got free whilst they were sleeping, stabbed them both to death, and left them there. Whether he was actually telling the truth or not, I will never know. He seemed very deeply traumatized by the experience and seemed to, if nothing else, believe what he was telling me. It was in the days when I didn't have internet access, so I wasn't able to look for clues about it. One day, my dad went to a bar by himself, got shitfaced, and tried to ride his motorcycle home. He crashed it into our neighbor's mailbox, fucking up both the bike and his knee. As I was treating his wound, he confessed about how he had been cheating on my mom with a coworker over the last few months, and he was drinking out of depression because the coworker quit her job and ghosted him after she got him to spend thousands on buying her expensive gifts. He then cried his eyes out, and this was my first time ever seeing him shed a single tear in my life. I was only like 16 to 17 at the time, it was a lot to take in. My friend's husband told me he was hiding liquor from his wife, my friend, which was weird because they both drink, and it's not a big deal. I told my friend what he said, she confronted him, and all of his lies started pouring out. Cheating on her with multiple women, lying about his income, taking CCs out in her name, racking up tens of thousands of dollars on them, stealing from their kids' college funds. They are now divorced. That weird little lie he told me while drunk is what started it all. I had someone tell me that he molested his daughter when she was an infant because he was angry and thought that his girlfriend had cheated on him and that she wasn't his biological daughter. He went on to say DNA testing was done, and it was determined that she was actually his daughter and that he felt very guilty about the whole thing. His daughter was 7 to 8 at the time he told me this. I literally spent a night tossing and turning, thinking about it, and finally decided I had to report him. I had a boyfriend who never talked about his past ever. He talked so fondly of his old state but just about the actual state, never about people. If you try to prod further, he would just say, oh well, it doesn't matter anymore. We were young, I was about 19, and he was probably like 23 or so. He drank a shit ton all the time, and whatever we were young, so I just thought that it was normal and all in good fun. One night while shitfaced, he started talking about how much he loved going into the woods and how he and his friends enjoyed playing on the rivers and streams in his old state. Then he got very sad and started to babble a bit incoherently. 
I heard him say something along the lines of his friend came to his house on meth, and they were all also on drugs. Then more incoherently babble than something about his friend getting shot in the face. Then more incoherent babbling than something about that is why he can never go home again. He was so desperately sad and missed his home very much. You could tell every time the topic came up. So yeah, I am pretty sure he accidentally, or on purpose, killed a guy and was on the run. I have my money on accident because he seemed so distraught, but you never know. Also, you barely know anyone or anything at 19 years old. I often wonder if he ever had to face those demons. This will most likely get lost, but here it goes. When I moved to the current city I live in, I found a roommate on Craigslist, it was 2011, so not as weird as it would be today, and he was really cool. He lived in a double master house, so I had a lot of privacy, he was a young real estate agent, and we ended up hanging out in each other's social circles. Well, we'll call him M, ended up catching feelings for this girl that became pretty close to me. When the feelings weren't reciprocated, he started getting weird and almost resentful towards me, but I digress. Over time I found out that M had a drinking problem. I would get home from work around 1am, and it wasn't uncommon he would be passed out on the couch after finishing off one of those cheap-ass liter bottles of wine. One night I get home a little early, and I notice him sitting with his back against the couch in the total dark. I ask him if he's okay, in which I can immediately tell he's emotionally distressed. With the drunk wine next to him, he begins telling me that when he first moved to the city, he caught his girlfriend in bed with another guy and shot and killed him. His girlfriend fled the state, and because it was in a shifty part of town, the police never paid it much attention, so he got away with it, and he thinks about it all the time. I gracefully made my exit upstairs, freaking TF out. When I saw him the next morning, he asked me what time I got home from work because he didn't hear me come in, meaning he has no recollection of telling me he murdered someone. I had my dad help move me out the next week, and I never mentioned it to him. My mother's first husband, the sperm donor. I was 16. She had just walked out that same day, and he got extremely drunk and told me that I was never supposed to have been born and that I should have died with my brother. I asked him what he meant by my brother since I had no siblings, and he confessed to beating the shit out of my mother when she was pregnant, and she ended up in the hospital. I was born, but my twin brother died in the womb. At the time, my mother's English, she's Polish, was not good. So he claimed to doctors that she just fell down the stairs and threatened to have her deported and used me as blackmail if she ever told anyone. I followed her soon after once she had contacted me that she'd found a place to stay. I asked her if she had anything to tell me regarding my birth, and she told me the same story. I guess that explains why I felt like I was missing a part of myself all my life. My mother once told me a story while drunk. She had a pregnancy before me, but her boyfriend wasn't ready for a kid, so he kicked her in the stomach until she was no longer pregnant. So for revenge, she had her friend, who was a prostitute, seduce him, take him to a hotel room, and tied him up. My mom then described how she took a baseball bat, and broke every bone she could of his, described how she had to throw water on him to keep him awake. She was never tried for it, so I'm assuming he lived. I had heard the kick in the stomach till miscarriage part before, the whole bat thing was a new detail, she hasn't mentioned it since. My girlfriend, at the time, confessed that she only started dating me because I'm a relatively big guy, and she basically used me for protection after being sexually assaulted about a month before we met. I knew about the assault but not that aspect, although it explained a lot of the problems in our relationship. What happened was we made out at a party, word got around, and overnight, any guy that knew us stopped hitting on her. From that point on, 
she decided that fake dating me was worth feeling safe. On the one hand, I totally get it, and I'm glad that in some twisted way, I was able to help her get over that trauma. But it did hurt like hell realizing the girl I fell in love with effectively saw me as a bodyguard. Found out not long after that, she regularly flirted with other guys behind my back, knowing that they would never actually pursue her because of me, and a few time later in the relationship, she actually did cheat on me. Fell into a deep depression and couldn't tell anybody why because that story getting out would have crushed her well beyond being an appropriate retaliation. I found out one of my friends killed a guy. He's from a South American country, and his parents are high up in the military. He found out some guy in town raped his cousin and sexually assaulted his sister. He found the guy who kidnapped him, brought him into his home tied him up. My friend's dad caught wind of it and told him, do what you need to do, I'll take care of it, and after quite a lot of beating, my friend shot the rapist. This was me while I was drunk just after high school. I was at a get together with a few friends, obviously, I got stoned and drunk. At the time, I wasn't on any medication, I ended up going on a bad trip drugs and got in a really bad headspace. I had previously tried to take my life. Literally, no one knew. I ended up with a rope burn on my neck and a week or two of shrugging my shoulders and my hoodie during classes. Anyway, I'm surrounded by the people closest to me, and I put my hand on my best friend's shoulder and told him. It got super quiet for two seconds before he hugged me, and then the rest of the boys turned it into a group hug. I instantly went from suffering quietly and alone to realizing I had an entire circle in front of me that wants to know about my bullshit because regardless of what it is, be it some girl, some dude having problems or my head's pace. Worked at a homeless shelter once, the only shelter in my city where people could come in a while under the influence. It was night, and I was outside making sure people come in and are acting somewhat orderly but also cracking jokes and trying to keep spirits up. Just shooting the shit with people before they enter the shelter for the night, one guy goes. He popped a bottle open with his ass. My partner and I go, wow, an impressive party trick. And he replies, no, they held him down and stuck a bottle in his ass until the cap popped off, I ran away and haven't seen him since. Guy was pretty drunk and didn't get into much detail after that but holy fuck. A buddy I met in college had a complete emotional breakdown one night when we were in our mid-twenties and told me he had hit a cyclist when he was a teenager and left the scene and was sure the old man had died. His brother said he had been suffering through his mistake for years, and this accident had truly and completely ruined his life. He had no way of knowing, but my uncle, elderly and mentally ill, was killed on his bicycle by a hit-and-run motorist at that intersection during the time my friend would have been in high school. Pretty sure my uncle's killer just confessed to me. It didn't go unanswered, but I was made privy to it before the guy ended up getting arrested. I knew a fellow in high school that had gotten mixed up into one really bad decision. He kinda poured it out one day while we were skipping class. He came in drunk and visibly panicked. He and some friends had gotten into an altercation with this guy at an apartment complex in the early am. After some drinking. They had got into a fight, but since it was him and two other guys this other guy had started shit with, it was a 3v1 situation. As anyone who's experienced the real world knows, you really shouldn't mix alcohol and street fighting. The three of them ended up killing this guy. I think it was a matter of during the brawl, the guy fell down some concrete stairs and cracked his head open, at least that's how he told it to me. I would later find out it was so much worse. And this fellow was lying his ass off. Regardless, the three quite obviously panicked and realized they'd seriously fucked up. So, they proceeded to dismember the poor bastard in their garage. I wasn't given grisly details, all I know is they cut the guy up, stuffed the body parts in trash bags, 
and the plan was to dump them into the river. I don't know exactly how they were caught if they turned themselves in, or what, all I know is that later that day, we returned to school, and two police officers came down to the cafeteria to pick the guy up. I legitimately never saw the guy again. The guy I'm talking about swore he was only an accessory, but when the details finally came out, he was lying about a lot of things. For starters, the guy killed was mentally ill, and it wasn't a case of a 3v1 fight. In fact, there were only two of them. I don't think there was much of a fight, to begin with. They straight up murdered this guy. Stabbed him to death, actually. Finding out the truth later really fucked me up. This guy was always super chill, very calm, and collected. A very nice guy. He was a black belt in the Kwon Do, and we'd spar a lot, I was heavily into martial arts as a whole back then and always trying to learn more, which is actually how I met the guy, so I knew the guy could fight, and when his original story came out, it made sense that he could kill a guy in a fist fight if he was under the influence and not holding back. Honestly, it's one of the most fucked up things anyone I personally knew has done. And that's saying something in my life. Apparently, the guy tried to repel his case four years later to the court, and it was denied. There's plenty of news reports about all this. But the details are all over the place between them. I lived in a small town where shit like this just didn't happen. There was some gang banging, but no heinous murders like this.